Friends Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Digital Garden from The Rainbow Children. Recorded early to late 2001, um, there's no real specifics on that, um, at Paisley Park, released on the 16th of October 2001. On the track you have Prince, John Blackwell, Kip Blackshire, and Millennial, or Millennia, doing backing vocals. Uh, the track is 4 minutes 7, and joining me to talk about today is Tim Holsizer. Hello, Tim. Hello, Darren. Thank you for having me. Now, in terms of like a genre, I feel like... Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I find I find some of the tracks on Rainbow Children that are just kind of purely advancing the overall story arc to be a little odd because they kind of they they usually like fifty fifty a song and then fifty fifty Prince talking in a slowed down voice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and advancing the story. Um, you know, if you have the the CD of um, Rainbow Children, then the lyrics that come like in the lyric booklet they they look like a kind of a story, like the way that they're written. They're, they, you know, there's different typefaces, different colors, and th- the way that it's presented is the stuff that Prince sings, you know, in a slowed down voice as, you know, the banished ones or um, which uh, the wise one, I think he is in this particular one. Um, you know, like that's kind of just written in blocks next to like the normal lyrics. So if you're reading it, you could kind of read. Aside from the fact that obviously a lot of the lyrics end up being repetitive because of choruses and stuff, you could, in theory, read the whole kind of booklet just as a story. Um, and so, you know, in in the well, I mean, some of the some of the songs that have more repetitive kind of stuff in, you could probably drop out. But so the kind of slowed down voice stuff, kind of, um, I guess it's easier to read than listen to Prince do it sometimes <laughs> because um, he's I don't know his voice sounds like it's like half speed. And it takes a like. There's a lot of these songs. I feel like this song's four minutes seven. I feel like if you sped Prince's voice back up to normal speed, it would only be three minutes. Right. Um, because that slowed down voice really takes a lot of time for Prince to say anything. <laughs> uh, which is probably the reason why there's like four songs on this album that are more than eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So I don't know. Like I I find it interesting because you have this kind of. Um, you know, you have a little tiny, a tiny sample of, um, I think she loves me for me. There's like a little tiny bit of that, um, in this song Although you can't, I mean, you can only really hear it for a couple of seconds, uh, almost as like a little callback. And then, you know, we have the kind of the song half, which is, um, you know, love like a rose in bloom. All of the rainbow children will feel it soon to the East word traveled about the energy until it reached the banished ones who want this love to cease. And you're like, okay, so we've had the title of the album mentioned straight away. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're, we're kind of being brought back to that. Uh, you know, they have fallen into the Resistor's dream. I don't know who the Resistor is. This is the first we're hearing about it. We've already heard about the Banished Ones. So, you know, this is this is the introduction of the Resistor. Um, and they built a digital garden, or so it seemed. Now, I find it interesting that, like, it's like, well, did they or didn't they? If, mm. if it only seemed like they built a digital garden... First of all, what is a digital garden? And <laughs> second of all, how come they could not? They they're, like they're building it in a dream. I don't understand. <laughs> maybe um, the entire song's about Napster. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, and then, of course, in this in this brilliant darkness, which is a nice turn of phrase. Mm. Uh, so-called angels of light. So, what are they like? Are they not angels? Are they not angels of light? What is the so-called part? Mm, dark angels. Uh, and then we get this lies, 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 lies. Um, and all the rainbow children would stand and fight for everlasting, everlasting life. Um, for the one who sits on the right, so uh, I'm guessing that is Christ, uh, being as he sits at God's right hand. 
Uh, and then, of course, they say, for him, we are willing to do the work. And that, that phrase, willing to do the work, is the chorus of the next song, the work part one. So, you know, this is, this is a nice little kind of introduction to that. Um, and then <laughs> Prince, in his extremely slow voice, says... Um, this is not sung now. This is this is like the second half of the song. It's just Prince talking. He says the banished ones approached the palace, shouting obscenities, and they tried to confuse the rainbow children and dethrone the king, using their lies promoted by the Who's papers, televisions, and Skagazine. Skagazine. And I love, I love that Prince is, he's 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 beating Donald Trump to the punch, and he is taking aim at the mainstream media fake news here. <laughs> um, although I don't like the 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 Who's papers. It's like, okay, like Hellovisions, I think that's maybe a little bit clever. And then I don't know why Skagazines, that's, it just seems like Prince was looking for just a, a way to change the M to something else. Yeah, anything to make uh, the media sound bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not even sure why he's taking shots at the media. Like, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know that like Jehovah's Witnesses are against... I don't know, the distribution of information. (laughs) I can only assume that it's about like the imagery, like, oh, just sex, sex, sex in those skagazines. (laughs) I I mean, I guess, yeah. Uh, The banished ones constructed a digital garden around the palace that extended throughout the world. Um, So I'm not, again, he's not really kind of nailing down exactly what a digital garden is, but I guess it's the banished ones who are building it now. Um, furthermore, they demanded compensation for their time spent in the palace before the exile. Uh, this was noise. So be it, said the wise one, and gladly obliged with an invisible deed. How do you have an invisible deed? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the banished ones accepted and returned to their place in the Mendes city, which, uh, you know, Prince, I don't know why, but for some reason on this album, he became a little obsessed with like wordplay and puns. Yeah. Mendes, Mendes yeah, city, right? Men- Mendes city. Uh, yeah. Hey. Um, uh, um, yeah. I can only assume is run by uh, Carlos Men- Mencia. Um, that must be. It must be. As for the Rainbow Children, they began deconstructing the digital garden. So I'm like, why, why did the, like the Banished Ones built the digital garden? The Rainbow Children are deconstructing it. What is this digital garden, and why are they doing that? Uh, and then knowing Prince, like I, I feel like he's slipping things in here that are like a dig at the music industry. Like they made a digital garden, or so it seemed. <laughs> I guess. But nobody owned their master recording, so... Maybe that's what an invisible then, deed is. Um, and then you get to this final line. Yes, well, th- yeah, this is, like, the most... Like, obviously, the whole Rainbow Children thing is is pitched as, like, a, a concept album uh, that speaks about, like, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses and, and all that kind of stuff. But out of the entire album, it's very hard to kind of tie it exactly to anything that, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses preach or... So it's kind of like, okay, I you know, like, you just kind of take that as read. But then, of course, Prince says in slowed down voice, door to door they went in search of those willing to do the work. And so you're like, okay, (laughs) And that is like, this is like, that's the most explicit kind of line about like being a Jehovah's Witness that is in the entire album. It's just like, oh, you've got to go door to door. And of course, I think this was around the time that he actually was going door to door. Yes. Yeah. I think certainly from 2001 to about 2003, he was known for um, going around the Twin Cities door to door. Um, so I don't. I, it's just so weird that Prince kind of like that's. This is really the only r- kind of line in the entire album that is really about like 
what people know Jehovah's Witnesses for. You know, they don't know them for building digital gardens and, you know, being outside palace walls or anything like that. <laughs> but if you, you know, if you say Jehovah's Witnesses, it's like, oh, those people who knock on your door um, and right. you know, try and give you copies of, I believe, is it the Watchtower? Is that the... I, I believe it is. Yeah. So I, I'm surprised Prince didn't stick a Watchtower somewhere in these lyrics <laughs> to say, <laughs> you know... Like, it has to, come on, isn't there a tower somewhere in this album? I don't know. I, there's a lot of talk about the palace um, and the mm. king and you know stuff like that, but there's there's nothing that's kind of sp- like specifically about a watchtower. If there was, I would have noticed it by now. Um, but, you when know. this album came out, uh, I was working in a record store, and I got I was so excited for a new Prince album. I was like, oh, this is going to be a real treat for the people that are shopping today. I'm going to put in the brand new Prince album coming out tomorrow. I pop it in and it's just this slowed down voice like, like everybody in the whole store just looked up like what is this? <laughs> well, by the by the time they got to the end of the album, how many were converted to Jehovah's Witnesses would be the you know all of us. Real question. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, would have had to be, wouldn't it? Uh, what's weird yeah. is, of course, you know, there was like a there was actually Prince didn't release any album in two thousand, so this would have been like almost a. a I mean. Uh, well, I mean, Rave was released in November. This was released October. So it was almost exactly a two-year gap, um, mm. which, you know, for the first time since, I don't know, like 1983, Prince had taken a year off. Um, mm. So, I, you know, I could understand your excitement for a new Prince album because, <laughs> because it would have been a while since there was one out. Um, mm. But, yeah, so, like, I don't understand what the Digital Garden is. I'm not even sure why Digital Garden is the title of this track because it doesn't... Like, it's mentioned a couple of times, but there's other stuff that's mentioned more frequently in here. You know, this could be called Brilliant Darkness, or it could be called, um, you know, The Word Travelled, or, you know, Door to Door. Maybe Skagazines? Skagazines, yeah. It could, like, it, there's so many other parts of th- this kind of, you know, extended narrative here that could have been the title of the song. It feels weird that Digital Garden is the, t- is the title that he went with. <laughs> Um, you know, like even he could have even gone with like the banished ones or so. like there's there's so many like kind of bits of the mythology that go through this album that you know he could have picked, but I, for some reason he went with Digital Garden, uh, which of course just makes you think of the internet. Um, and it makes me think of Digital Underground. Yes, yeah. Which I mean, maybe that's where he's. I don't know. Like it's just like Prince obviously later on would declare that you know anything digital was evil and it's all bad for you. So. You know, I guess along with the whose papers, televisions, and scagazines, we also then have the I don't know whatever Prince would change the word digital to to make it evil. Um, you know, but I, it's just such a, like I th- I feel like the the kind of the the narrative tracks, like the tracks that are mostly about the ongoing narrative on this album, can be like fairly disappointing because you listen to them and you you know this works like the last bit works as kind of a bit of an introduction straight into the work. You know, like if you if you immediately listen to the work after this. Like as a pair, I think they they kind of work, but by itself, I feel like Digital Garden is a bit thin. Um, like you know, the, the kind of the first half is okay, and then obviously I'm not a big fan of the slowed down voice. So you then just kind of sitting through this like Prince slowed down voice thing, and it's like just kind of you know hurry it up, and you know I don't know what point you're trying to make about the Who's papers and televisions. It's like you know people. People like to read the newspaper to catch up on what's going on, and you know they like to watch the TV to relax. So you know maybe give them a bit of that, Prince. Like, <laughs> like if someone was attacking like music in the way that he's attacking like newspapers and televisions and magazines, I'm sure Prince would have something to say about that. So it, it feels a little unfair for Prince to be taking shots at media, you know, as if to say, 
oh, you know, only music, uh, you know, is is the the one true medium. Um, I don't mm. think he would say film was a, a medium, you know, particularly with his his many failures in that area. Um, you Ooh, know, I, shots yeah. fired. <laughs> well, you know, he, he like at this point he hasn't made a film in ten years almost, so obviously he realised his weakness. But it's it's it, it feels a little bit kind of like judgy. It's like okay, Prince, like you know, maybe you don't like what the newspapers are showing, um, and maybe you're not a fan of what's on TV or in magazines. Um, but doesn't you know? There's no reason to deny people like those methods of distributing information. Like that's what I feel is always really weird when people kind of attack media like this, um, and also like the current president. It's like, what do you want people to do? Like, how do you want people to get their news if not from newspapers? <laughs> like, what is the or from TV shows? Like, what is the alternate source that you want? Do you want it like directly put into people's brains or something? You know, people eat like a newspaper pill and that tells them the information. Like. I never quite understand what people's alternative to media is because, like, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense, like, of what the alternative is. Um, yeah, it just always sounds like they want you to, to read uninformed blogs by people that don't know what they're talking about or something. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess at this point, obviously, you know, uh, you know, what, 18 years on, we could say that obviously maybe, you know, the internet would be an alternative source. Um, but I have a feeling that, you know, Prince, if he'd written this a few years later, he would have also, you know, put like the, I don't know, the skin to net or something like he would have attacked that as well. <laughs> it's like any any source of getting information to people is going to inevitably have something that you don't agree about. Like, you know, if whatever, whatever, whatever source of information there is, there's always going to be a part of that source of information that you're going to disagree with. I hate the Daily Mail. Right. It's a piece of crap. Like, but I'm not going to stop people from reading it. You know, obviously, I'm not going to be your friend if you read the Daily Mail, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say don't print the Daily Mail. Let's, you know, but at the same time, you know, and I'm sure people would judge me for reading other types of newspapers as well. But it just, it just feels like I never understand what the alternative is if, if like you don't, if you don't have media. Like in essence, media is benign. Like it's just a way of saying things that give you information. So it's like, yeah, any, any, any medium can be used for good or bad. So it, it feels weird that Prince is using this song to attack those things because you're like, what do you want us to do then, Prince? Um, I guess I think the answer I know is probably just listen to people preaching in church. That's that's the only way that you want information to be distributed. That's the real news, Darren. But it, but it always, it's the good news. I it believe. is the good news. It always sounds – yeah, these kind of things always end up aging poorly. It's like somebody 200 years ago being like, oh, the town crier? More like the town liar. Like, <laughs> give me a break. Oh, that would be such a great cartoon um, in a single panel. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like it's just now I'm imagining an entire cartoon set during the days where town criers were a thing, and you know someone's waging a war on those on, on town criers. But yeah, I like it. It always feels like if you're attacking the way that information is delivered because you don't like the information. Like, I'm guessing, okay, Prince is not going to be buying any, you know, buying Playboy or Penthouse at this particular point, but it doesn't mean that those magazines shouldn't be published. Right. You know, he's not he's not going to be watching, you know, HBO, I'm going to guess, let's say, as, as a channel that is known for, you know, its nudity and violence. Mm. But that doesn't mean other people shouldn't be allowed to, to watch those. And, you know, he might disagree with what the newspapers are saying. Um, even I disagree with what most newspapers say because they concentrate on entirely the wrong thing. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't have newspapers, um, you know. And also, I don't understand what a digital garden is. And this song hasn't made it any clearer. So, <laughs> so um, 
in the, uh, like I really the thing is as well is I really like the Rainbow Children. Like as an album, I feel like most of the songs for me are you know pretty much like four or five out of five. Like they're kind of in that territory. Like I like I love the production sound of Rainbow Children. You know I think John Blackwell. You know he's a genius and adding that to print. Rest in peace, John Blackwell. Really, yeah, it like it, it really enhances the whole experience. Like it feels like this is someone who really collaborated with Prince, who like came in and he kind of brought something kind of extra. Um, so it's kind of then disappointing when you get to a track like this, where there's you know there's not really much kind of going on in the way of like it's nice that we got John Blackwell on here and we've got you know obviously um, Millennia doing their backing vocals once more, but it's like it doesn't feel like this song is that substantial. So like reluctantly, I would say two and a half out of five maybe maybe a two i like yeah that's where i'm at i think on its own this i think on its own this song doesn't really stand up and it but it kind of does work a little bit better as part of the narrative you know if you're listening to the whole album you know uh you're going from muse to the pharaoh which is probably one of my favorite songs on the album to the work which is like a really solid song like as a little bridge between those two it you know, you could maybe say three out of five, but just by itself. But, it yeah, just, that's the problem it, with it kind of feels like a two. Pulling yeah. a track out of a, a larger theme album, it's yeah, I get, I'm like at a two when it's on its own. But then you know, at the same time, there are a couple of songs later on which kind of are mostly about like the narrative, and I feel like they work better because Prince puts a bit more effort into kind of making them less transitional and making them a more of a solid song. Right. Um, so, you know, it is possible to do that. But in this case, I think this is probably, out of everything that's on this album, this is probably the weakest track to try and make it stand alone. Aside from Deconstruction, which I'll get to later, <laughs> which is probably, it's kind of a weird, like, kind of mess of kind of two minutes that doesn't really, by itself, does not really make any sense. Uh, I don't envy your uh, your guest on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they volunteered, so. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I like... It's 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 one of those things where it's like it's such a kind of it's like it's such a part of the whole that it's really hard to judge it by itself. Right. Um, but you know, I, it, like overall in the album, I feel it it works okay. So you know, it's 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 just obviously it's awkward to kind of pull it out and just you know talk about it as a as a, a kind of a track by itself um, because it is so kind of fully integrated into the into the rest of the you know the album. Um, you know, but then also we get you know a bit of wordplay on men mendacity as mendacity, which you know I, I guess that's worth a star by itself. <laughs> Just for Prince kind of throwing that in there. <laughs> um, so I feel like we've spoken about as much as we can about the digital garden. Um, so uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug in? Hmm. Um, I guess I could plug pluggers. Everyone should read that wonderful comic strip pluggers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all i got and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you could email us not sure where you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest here thanks a lot and otherwise goodbye